This is a Flash Film Media Podcast. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? My name is Todd Turner. I'm black by popular demand. And if this is your first time on this channel, this channel is simply about content creators, photographers, videographers who want to turn their passion into profit. We talk about the business side of the industry. If you want to go learn how to Photoshop cigarette burns on people's neck, this is not the place for it. But if you want to learn how to make money with that camera, this is the channel you need to be subscribed to. So take some time and hit that subscribe button. If you have not hit that subscribe button and we're going to get into today's topic, which is kind of simple. How many how many uh, clients do I need to go full time with this thing? How many clients do I need to go full time? What should I be looking at? And that answer is more simple than you think. It's way more simple than you think. Before we get started, big shout out to everybody that's in the room that's watching this live. This is what I like to call a live cast. So it is a live almost podcast, so to speak. If you want to listen to this on our podcast, we're available everywhere except Apple Radio, which is coming really, really soon. But um, you pretty much search for Flash Film Academy podcast about content and cash. And if you're listening on the podcast, make sure you go to YouTube and search for Flash Film Academy. Now, we got people all over the place. Uganda, McKinney. McKinney is up the street. It's the next exit from me, brother. We could, you could have just stood outside. Dallas. I got a lot of Dallas. That's what's up. Okay. So we got a lot of people that's listening all over. And I want to make sure that we, uh, you know, that we acknowledge everybody and show everybody some love. But let's get right into it. Let's talk a little bit about it. Right. Um, because as a photographer and a videographer, this number is going to vary and it's going to have a view a few different variations as far as what you need to know, how many clients you need to make it. Right. The big number you have to ask yourself is what is your how much is your cost of living? What does it cost for you to be happy? What's the goal at which you want to make a living? Are you a fifty thousand dollar, hundred thousand dollar, two hundred thousand dollar guy? Like what is your mark? That's that's the first part of this equation. You can say that's going to be uh, I plus that's income plus um, you got to think about. You're, and this is why I tell you, I preach that you invest in your brand, right? Invest in your brand. If you're selling tacos, you better have a restaurant that look like it sells tacos. It better look like it was, it's straight from Mexico and it is perfectly, it's the spot you want to go to that looks like they sell tacos. The more authentic the look and feel of the restaurant, the more I'm willing to spend top dollar for that type of food. So if you're selling tacos, it better look authentic uh, Mexican or it could be Tex-Mex. You could be a Tex-Mex guy. You could be selling seafood. I want to see fishing nets hanging from the wall. I want to see hooks and wood from boats hanging from places. I want to see something that makes me feel like I am in a place that specializes in this. We got people coming in from Norcross. Uh, and Bleacher Town. I've never even heard of Bleacher Town. That's what's up. I used to live in Norcross for about three years. Shout out to, the, to everybody in Norcross and, and Bleacher Town. That's what's up. So something that you have to make sure you invest in is brand. Brand is extremely important in this equation. I, I preach. I talk about it. I can't tell you how important that is. And, and I tell you that because a lot of people skip it, right? A lot of people skip brand. 
Let's get our graphics on the screen. A lot of people skip over brand and they dump that money into gear. They dump that money into sliders and they show up to a job in regular clothes looking like they don't deserve the money they're asking for. They show up to a job without a uniform. They show up to a job with no dress code, with no letterheads, emails coming from gmail.com. Website is a Wix free website. They don't look like they're worth what they're asking for. Right. So when you look like you're worth what you're asking for, you get to make a whole lot more money per job, which means you get to work a whole lot less or it becomes a lot easier for you to reach the first equation, which is income. If your average job is five hundred dollars, it's going to be difficult to make five hundred thousand a year. That's going to be almost impossible. But if your average ticket is 10,000, it makes it a whole lot easier to get there. So you have to build brand, right? Once you decide what you want to make, you have to build out your brand to look like you're worth what you're asking for. A lot of people think that it's just your camera. I got this camera. I spent $10,000 on this camera and I know how to shoot, blah, blah, blah. People don't care. The average person don't care. So right now, for some reason, the, the, the YouTube connection is down. And just like that, the YouTube connection is back. Hey, YouTube is, you know, I'm not going to say it's a conspiracy, but whatever. We already know what the deal is. Um, so what you want to do is you want to make sure that the brand, that the brand supports what you're trying to go after. And I gave you guys, for those who tuned into the live last week, I gave you guys a homework assignment, so to speak. I told you to go into the crappiest car dealership you can find. I'm talking about one of the ones that sell everything. It's just when you go th walk through, um, when you go walk through the lot, it's just grass growing up between the concrete. That's go to one of them dealerships, right? And then go to the most expensive dealership you can find in your area and notice the difference. Notice the difference, right? If you go into a Ferrari dealership, the first thing you're going to think is, well, Ferraris are expensive and they have the money to put into all of this stuff and yada, yada, yada. The truth is someone had to make that investment before they could charge that price for those cars. Those cars didn't bring in the money to build that building. Somebody, um, Somebody spent money to build that building so that they can sell those cars for that price. And often we think it's the other way around because a lot of people are consumers their whole life and they don't pick up a business book. They don't learn the business side of it. And they think the price of the cars drive the look of the location. It drives the way they, they, they treat you and how they dress in suits. It's not the case. Companies make investments in their locations, in their appearance. Um, in every aspect of the sales process in order to sell a high ticket item. And you have to do that for your brand. You have to invest in your brand in order to sell a high ticket item. That may include a van. You may have to show up with a van. For me, when I had a van with wrapped with the logo on it, people felt comfortable signing that check. They felt comfortable, um, trying to they felt comfortable when I sent that invoice and they looked outside and they seen a, a, a van with the company on it that when they seen me and my other uh, guys that were working on me we were all in uniform they felt comfortable spending that money so you have to build that brand I can tell you right now and I'm gonna go through the same list I go through often 
If that website ain't legit, if that reel ain't legit, if your sales process ain't legit, if you're not sending emails with nice signatures with information about your company or your website, if they're not signing contracts on, on company letterheads, all of these things are things that make you look expensive that are fairly cheap. That are because this, you know, it's fairly cheap. This industry allows you to get in the game fairly cheap compared to if you started a business somewhere else. Go start a gym and watch you have to spend $500,000 worth of really good equipment and location to be a top end gym, to be a lifetime fitness, right? Go walk in a lifetime fitness and then go walk in a planet fitness and, and you'll see one looks way. You don't even got to ask the price. One look way more expensive than the other one. Why is that? Lifetime memberships are 55 to 85 to $120 a head. Planet Fitness is $10 a head. They're probably on the same amount of real estate. One just invested more in their building and their appearance and their brand. And the other is as cheap as possible. You know, one is getting 10 to 12 times per, more per head than the other company is getting. Planet Fitness model is let's just let's let's get way more people that then, you know, let's get people who would normally go to a gym because they're not going to show up. They're going to pay and they're not going to show up. Let's get people who want a gym membership, but they think it's too expensive. Those are the people who are not going to really invest in their body. They're not going to put forth the effort. They're not going to show up so we can get a building that has the capacity of 100 and we can sell 300 memberships because 200 of them aren't going to show up. And that's how we're going to make our money. Whereas Lifetime Fitness understands that they go after people who use the gym a lot. If you use the gym a lot, you're okay with spending $100 a month. That's fine for you because you're there a lot. You use those amenities a lot. So they don't oversell. You don't really see a slammed Lifetime Fitness. Because they sell to their capacity, just like a country club sells to its capacity, because their goal is to get people who are serious about working out, serious about using the amenities, who's serious about paying top dollar to have access to it. Planet Fitness is not that they want to just they're going to just keep selling memberships. You, you, they're going to keep selling memberships because the only time they get hit hard is January through March. And after that, the rest of the year. They're back to 28% of their members regularly using their facilities. That's how they make money. So how you can relate this to your brand is build your brand to be Lifetime Fitness. Build your brand to be Mercedes. Build your brand to be Lamborghini. Don't build your brand to be the cheap rinky-dink C-lot um, that is, that is you know, that people go to the lot and they like, I don't know, I don't trust these guys. Be the company they trust, right? If somebody at Lifetime Fitness to gave you a nutrition plan, you, you, you're going to follow it compared to somebody from Planet Fitness. You just hope the guy at Planet Fitness know what he's talking about. But the guy at Lifetime Fitness, you just assume he know what he's talking about simply because he looks more expensive. So your brand may not look expensive enough. I tell you all the time, you want to be reassuringly expensive. That's what you want to be, reassuringly expensive. If you're not reassuringly expensive, the client is not going to think you're good enough. Right? You want to be you want to be a little expensive.
That's that's just the name of the game. You feel comfortable. People feel comfortable when they're uncomfortable buying when they're buying into something that makes them a little uncomfortable. Right. Because they have this high risk, high reward mentality. And that's how you want. You want people to feel like that, but you want to deliver. So you got to look expensive. What's the income you want to make? How does your brand look now? Now that you got those two out of the way, I know I want to make two hundred thousand a year. My brand is a top-notch brand in the market. Our website looks the best in the market. Our video quality is the best in the market. Our demo reel is the best in the market. We we specifically target this one type of client. We look like we are the best in the nation at what we do in this niche. We look like it. So now we can charge a higher price. So now we're getting $20,000, $50,000 a video, and it's possible. Um, so it's a lot easier for me to get to $200,000 a year. Cause if I'm charging $20,000 a video, I only got to do 10 videos this year and I'm there. It's a whole lot easier than you think. I got to do one video a month or two. It's a whole lot easier than you think. If you put the, the time and money into the brand and that's where 98% of my fellow content creators just skip over, right? They just skip over that. They go straight to, I want to make a lot of money. I got gear. I think I can shoot that in my head. I can shoot it. Pay me. And the client on the other side of that, they're getting nothing out of the, out of the deal. They can't see what you see about you. You have to do a better job at selling it, at telling it, at showing it. And your brand does that. So, they're scared to give you money because they don't see exactly what they need on your page. They don't see you doing it. They don't, they don't, they just don't see it from you. Right. It's just like going into a relationship. Imagine if you was going into a relationship, right. And this happens a lot. And as a guy, you date a girl and she tell you when I become, when I become your, your girlfriend, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm a hypothetically, I'm a, I'm going to fold your clothes. I'm going to make sure your lunch is packed, blah, 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 all the stuff you like. And I'm going to, but right now she's not doing none of that. Right. Y'all been dating for a long time and she don't even do that to her own kids. You know what I'm saying? She don't do that to, you know what I'm saying? Like she don't do her own people like that, but she telling you when you, when we get married or when you, when I be your girlfriend, I'm going to be, I'm going to be awesome. Don't fall for that. That will, don't fall for that. Trust me, been there, done that. Don't fall for it. Um, get somebody who's doing who who is who they who they say they're gonna be right now, right? You want to date somebody, you want to marry somebody who already makes your life better. You don't want to you don't want to lose her, right? That's the key to finding a good partner is a partner who are, who's already doing what you need at any level. Y'all dating, y'all talking, y'all married y'all, at any level, and you like I don't want to lose this. Let me let me chill and let me focus on her because she's what I need right now. She's doing and she is what I need right now. You don't you don't hold a treat in front of somebody and promise them, man, I'm going to shoot your video. It's going to be it's going to be on point. Soon as you pay that money, I'm going to make you a dope video and I, it's going to be nice, even though I have nothing to show you in my portfolio, on my website. But when you pay me. Your money is the money that's going to activate my next level of of uh, content creation. Soon as I get your money, it don't work like that, right? You need to give them proof and give them proof the minute they 
uh, view your stuff, right? It's like giving somebody some cake and then the first taste is ugh. And you like keep chewing because the aftertaste is where it really gets good. No, your icing needs to be good. Your icing needs to be on point. When I sink my teeth into it, the first taste needs to be the truth. I don't want to wait for no aftertaste. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. If you, if you, you know what I'm saying? Like, no. So it's a relationship between you and whoever you're working with. You got to give them what they need up front. You got to give them the love from day one. Do not hold your skill set hostage for a paycheck. They will never be comfortable paying you. And they may let you just like a relationship. You may burn them once, but you're not going to keep getting them. And the goal, the answer to how many clients you need to do this full time is right in that low area. Right. Because it's not really about bringing in new clients. It's about maintaining relationships with current clients. It's five times cheaper to work with a client you've already worked with than it is to find a new client. So, again, when you build that brand and you deliver at the level that they expect. Right. You, you keep that client on for life and they continue to work with you. They continue to work with you. In fact, in most cases, when they start getting a return on investment, they'll get hooked, right? They'll get hooked and they'll continue to work with you more and more and more. If I gave you a dollar and you gave me back two, I'm going to keep giving you a dollar. I'm going to keep giving you. It's, it's common sense. It's return on investment. Go make that client some money. Go make that client some money. If I give you a dollar and you gave me two, you're going to turn around and give me another dollar. Nobody, nobody in this room would deny that you're not going to take your two dollars and run. You're going to keep giving me a dollar back. I'm going to keep giving you two. I'm going to keep giving you a dollar. In fact, next time I'm going to give you two dollars so I can get four. Okay, now I'm going to give you four dollars so I can get eight. It's just common sense. If your video provides a return on investment as it should, because you are the subject matter expert in that niche. You should be re- you should be providing a return on investment for that client. If that investment is worthy, if that client is happy with that investment, they're going to turn around and give you more money. That is common sense. So when you ask how many clients it takes to do this full time, it takes a far, far lot less than you think. The question you should be asking is how many like how much how many relationships do it take to do this full time? Not a lot. 20 or 30, 20 or 30 relationships is all it takes with my brand. Um, I develop relationships and because I build the brand, um, I, I attracted expensive clients. If you look at the clients that I've listed, and it's crazy because I haven't listed a new client on, on flash from Academy in a good year and a half. Um, and there's a lot of like hospitals and com- companies that I just don't have space to put on there. I don't, I feel like the list is strong enough. Um, deck shooters, good looking out for the, for the super chat, man. He said, go Ty, go tell us what we need. So, um, 
you know, I've developed a relationship with clients for I was working for G with for GE for a long time, right? And GE people think about light bulbs, but they don't understand that GE makes trains. GE makes trains. I had I was working with their train division for about four years. Um, and that we were flying all over the country. In fact, I got a Titel that I need to put on uh Titel by the time where I worked for G GE out in Kentucky. No, Kansas City. So uh, Joshua asks, should we provide SEO for clients to help them improve video results? If you should provide social media management, which means I will post a video on your social media account. I will do the keyword, the thumbnails and all. I'll worry about that. That is something that should be an added bonus, an added feature, an added service that you should offer to the client. So that's not that's not something that's free ninety nine. Um, and there's a bunch of tutorials online to show how they can bring you on as an admin or partner in your, in your, uh, inside your, uh, their YouTube channel or Instagram. I don't think Instagram do it. I think you have to have the account for Instagram, but, um, I think everything else allows you to do it. So just something to think about. Definitely something to think about. Um, and, and it's something that, you know, it's something that will help increase your ticket. And once you start growing a company's social media, they're not going to stop. They're not going to stop. I exclusive productions. So how did you acquire the GE job? Built the website, um, develop it to a niche and then market it in that niche. And they contacted me. The thing is this, right? The thing is this. This is the part that a lot of filmmakers and videographers don't go public with um will the contract pack be a part of the master course no it won't be there may be a group together but it won't be um super chat leveling up thanks for the insight ty just jokes we get money appreciate the super chat bro this is the part that a lot of people who work in this industry won't tell you right the idea of going to get a customer does not exist Right. The idea of going to get a customer does not exist. That is that is almost. I'm not I'm not going to say it's going to be 10 percent of your business. If you focus on that, you're only going to be 10 percent of what you could be. If if the mindset is to go get business. Right. That mindset. Requires more business books. Right. And I'm going to tell you. Right now, currently, if if you feel like um, it's possible to go out and get business, I'm, I promise you, you're at a level where you have to read more business books. You got to learn more about the art of business because business is not about going after you. It's about setting a trap so that when you look, when when the client looks, you're there. That's business one-on-one. That's why yellow pages is expensive to get in yellow pages, right? It's not about plumbers aren't knocking on your door asking you, do you have a burst pipe? Nope. They don't do that, right? We think it's about going to get business because we feel like commercials do that and commercials don't do that. Commercials just remind you that we're here. Commercials are just reminders that Kellogg's still making Frosted Flakes so that if you decide I want cereal, you know that Kellogg's is still making Frosted Flakes. 
right? So you, you got to get, get away from the mindset of I'm going to go out and get business. Now, don't get me wrong. That 10% is flyers, meeting people, networking, word of mouth. That's that 10%. The other 90%, and I guarantee you, it, there's a lot of people you know in business that's like, I don't, where's the business at? I can't, we can't find business. Right. We're looking. We can't find business. Well, that's because you're doing it wrong. You are literally um, you are literally on land looking for fish where you should be baiting your hook and dropping it in water. Your website, your niche, your SEO, your Google advertisement. That's why Google work. Google don't blast your information in front of people minding their own business unless YouTube is kind of like that with with its commercials. But what YouTube with what Google really does well is make sure that when people search for you, now you're there. When people go looking for you, now you're in front of them. That's ninety percent of how all business get business. By being wherever you're looking. That's why um that's why social media is huge right now because of the advertising aspect, right? Because of the marketing aspect, because Facebook know that you like Ford Broncos. And every time you go to your Ford Bronco group or search cars, they allow Ford to put a Ford Bronco sticker in your face because now Ford is wherever you're looking when it comes to Ford Broncos. That's that's the key to it. That that is that's business one on one. When you when people come up to me and they say I'm looking for business, the first thing I think of is you got to learn more about business because you don't look for business. That's like saying I'm looking for fish. You go into a fisherman, you go hang around fishermen, and you standing on land like this, and they're like, "What you doing? I'm looking for fish." What? Yeah, man, I'm looking for fish. Well, you got to go to the ocean, brother. You can go to the ocean and you can stand at the pier and you can say, I'm looking for fish. No, bro, you got to you got to go where fish are. You got to go on the water. You got to bait the hook and put your and put your bait in the water where they are. You can be in. The, you can still be in the water and be in the wrong spot. It can be hot. You can be in shallow water. Well, you got to understand the fish. They, they like it cool, too. They're going to be under the deck. Um, they're gonna be in shot or more deeper waters to stay cool. You gotta know what you're fishing for, what type of bait they want, and where they are. Those are three things I tell. What, what are you fishing for? That's your niche. What type of bait? That's your website. Where they are? Google. It's the same thing I'm telling you, telling you and teaching you. It's just like fishing, right? That's why some people are really good at fishing, and some people are just there to just play around. So it's important that you look at it that way. Don't look at it as where the fish at, right? When I was younger, as a younger guy, and I'm just going to be real with you, we would go, where the women at? We got to go out here and find the girls. We got to, and what I learned was, I didn't go in the club. I had a nice car. I'd sit outside the club and lean on my car, and I'd let them come to me. That's how you do it. Um, Ty, just finished listening to Who Moved My Cheese, and I'm going to start End of Jobs. Thanks to you. Great audio books. Thank you for dropping them gems. Who Moved My Cheese will change your life. Um, it changed my life. It got me out of, out of. it made me move out of my city and be like, yo, I got to do something different. Um, end of Jobs is so relevant for today, it's not even funny because the virus has sped up technology or the way we use technology every day as far as working and living has sped it up by 
10 years. And, and I always said end of jobs was 10 years ahead of its time. Well, it's now current. You got to read it. End of jobs. It talks about how certain industries are going to die like retail, brick and mortar, what you should do with your business um, and what's to come. End of jobs is great. They talk about being an entrepreneur and how that is one of the most important things you can learn. In fact, companies are just going to start looking for it on the resume. So definitely. Elijah said he just got finished watching the, the, the live from yesterday. Um, just want to read some of your, you know, the, the thing is, you want to Facebook, Instagram, or Google. Let me ask you this question real quick. For weddings, where would you advise? Okay. So with weddings, it's a little different. Weddings is actually one of the easiest things to advertise for, to market for, right? With weddings, the key is having a really good trap, right? Because you can get a lot of people that's getting married and engaged. I can tell you where to get a lot of people. Emmanuel asks, where do you have links to these books? If you go to Flash Film Academy, and look at gear list in the top. You'll see a link to the books. If you go to Flash Film Academy, um, there's a gear list link at the top where I post all the gear I work with, books, um, people that I like to use on Fiverr. All of that is going to be on Flash Film Academy. Um, but with weddings, it's really, really easy because it's so easy to target people who are getting married because they're they're just announced their engagement. And only one time in your life are you ever looking up wedding stuff. And that's when you get married. Maybe two or three times if you get married two or three times. But usually you when you're looking you're when you're a bride and you're looking for dresses, you're looking for venues, social media or Google goes crazy because they know you're getting married. Right? So it's so easy to target those. It's the easiest form of of advertising like like anybody doing weddings is a layup to get in front of people where wedding photographers and videographers typically fail drastically is in their trap right it's like taking people to a fishing farm and they're fishing with just a naked hook or a bent hook they're not even fishing the hook is bent so fish are just eating the food off of it and going by their way you can yank it you ain't and this is sliding right out of their mouth anybody that know fishing you go to a fishing farm, you can almost put your hand in the water and grab a fish. That's how that's how easy it is to market as a wedding photographer or videographer. I use social media like Facebook um, when I was doing wedding photography. But you have to have a good trap. You got to have good bait, a good hook, because it's a lot of wedding photographers, a lot of wedding videographers. Right. And they've seen 50 websites from venues and DJs and photo booths that all look pink and smooth and loving and all this crap and yada, yada, yada. They've seen a bunch of it. They're numb to it. You have to have a website that kicks ass. You got to have a demo reel that kicks ass. You got to have something that's dope. A lot of times people are blowing money trying to get lucky. And usually a bride is like, oh, I'm tired of looking. Let's just go with him. Or his stuff is decent. Let's go. You want to have something that punch people in their mouth when they go to your website, right? That's where I talk about real. That's where I talk about website, quality, brand. You want to punch people in their mouth. You want to close. If you bring 10 people to your website, you want nine of them to want to work with you. You want nine of them to call you. That's what you want. Um, often we have just bad bait. Let's just be real. We got bad bait sometimes. 
That's where a lot of people fail. I know a lot of people that spend more money than they should advertising because their their bait isn't as good, right? You got to fish twice as long if your bait ain't as good. If you got good bait, you will be fishing for 10 minutes. Bloop, oh, I got dinner, got lunch, got breakfast. Oh, we got a, we, our bucket filled. We're going home, buddy. You know, it's like, it's like fishing with a net. You got to work on your bait. A lot of times your bait ain't, is not as good as you think it is. So you spend more money on marketing to compensate for it. And that's not a good look. You don't want to spend more money on marketing. You want to be efficient in your marketing. You want to get as much as you can possibly get in your marketing. When you start to grow, you start to look at what does it cost me per customer, right? Go look at all, look at, spend money on advertising per month. Look at how many customers you booked that month. How much did you, did it cost you to get those customers? If you spent $1,500 in marketing and you got three customers, well, you spent $500 a customer, right? That, that don't work if you are charging $600 for video. You got a $100 profit. That's not going to keep you in business. And that $100 is probably going to get cut up into labor or whatever. It's not a good look, right? If you're charging $10,000 a video, I don't mind spending $500 a client. I'm cool with it because that means I got $9,500 to play with. Now, I'm still going to try to get that $500 lower. My goal, and as long as I'm in business, is try to lower the cost of customer acquisition, right? Do you know how you can lower this cost? By working with older clients, by working with clients that have purchased from you before. That's how you lower that cost. I want to move to a bigger city. What do you do with my returning clients, though? Sell them to uh, another photographer or videographer in your area. Hey, man, I'm leaving. What would you pay for these eight consistent clients? Work out a deal. Something to think about. So, you know. Is it doing too much to do photography and videography solo for weddings? I used to do them solo. I don't. I, I stopped when I was. Towards the end, I, you got to have an assistant for weddings because weddings are just, bro, between combat photography and wedding photography, which one do you think is the worst? Wedding photography is the worst. Mother-in-laws are crazy. You need an assistant to deal with that. You need you need assistance, an assistant to get people together. I usually bring a second shooter and an assistant. That's just me. You, you're not a photographer if you don't have a, a coffee mug that's shaped like a lens. If your friends and family don't keep buying you these, I probably got like six. You're not a photographer. True story. Should I hire a sales executive? Um, that sole purpose is business to business sale, commission based to help boost it um, or just focus on the trap. Okay, Joshua, that's a great question. Yes and yes, right? You, If you can hire a sales rep, a sales rep is is your fishing rod. It's not your hook, right? They can go out all they want and try to sell something, right? If you don't have a good hook, which is your website, which is your trap, they're going to get burnt out. You're going to get burnt out, right? Because no sales rep want to sell something they can't sell. It's hard to sell. They go meet 10 people and they're not getting no money from it. If you have a really good trap, trap the amount of commission you pay is less. Because they know they can get it more often. If your trap is trash, your commission is going to be higher, which means you make less. Right. If I give you if I if I give you something easy to sell and I say the commission is 
3%, and you're like, all right, cool, I'm selling 50 of these a day, you don't care. But if you ain't selling none, you selling one a week, that commission going to have to be 20, 30%, which means I lose money. And the truth is, I should have had a better trap. I should have made it easier for him to make sales so that I can make more money and he can make more money. It's a win-win situation. So, something to think about. Something to think about. What do you do? Uh, what do you think is the best marketing to enter right now? Digital, definitely digital marketing. But that depends on your niche, right? What do you do? If if your audience is 70 year olds, they're not going to be on Facebook. Don't get me wrong. My grandma on Facebook, but they're not going to live and die on Facebook like that. You may have to do mailers if that's your market, right? Who owns businesses? It's not a lot of young people. I mean, there is some young people, but big businesses is usually 55 plus. Are they on Facebook? Are they on Snapchat? Are they on TikTok? Nope. So mailers and emailers still work when you go after that audience. But that depends on what your niche is. If you shoot music videos, I wouldn't send a mailer for a music video. Right. So that answer works for some and don't work for others. You have to determine who your niche is. Right. Who your target target uh, ideal client is. And then you have to adjust accordingly. If I'm if I'm fishing for perch or I'm fishing for tilapia, I may have to go in different parts of the world, different waters to fish. Some are saltwater, some are freshwater. If I want smallmouth bass, largemouth bass, you know, rainbow trout, like those all require different areas, different baits, different time of the year, different time of the day, different parts of the lake. Right. You have to determine that by understanding this is what I'm fishing for. I'm fishing for bass. I need a boat. You know, I'm fishing for sheepheads. I can go sit by the, I can fishing for catfish. I can go by the dock and just, so you have to determine what you're fishing for, right? For me to say, you catch fish by doing this. It's not a, it's a, it's a broad answer, right? You have to understand the type of fish you want. Then you have to understand the type of bait they like and where to find them. That's why niche is so important, right? That's why that's why you got to be you got to be a a, a, a a catfish fisherman. Right. You can't just be a fisherman. You got to be a rainbow trout fisherman. You got to know exactly what you're trying to do and what, what you're trying to catch. You know, once you figure that out, then you can make the determination and make decisions on where you need to go. That is one of the most important parts of being successful in this industry. That's why I tell people all the time, stop trying to do everything. Stop trying to do everything. Focus on the type of fish you want and go catch it. Go catch it. So it's something you got to think about. The future of travel videos. Um, it depends. I need I need more um, what type of travel videos for, for couples, travel videos for family. I need a little more. We got to we got to slice that in at one more layer. Did I miss the magic number of how many clients you need? Yes, it was a trick question. It's income. Uh, plus uh, your brand, what what you charge per client, right, will equal the amount of the amount of clients you need. And a lot, it's it's kind of a trick question. I'm gonna be honest with you, but it's based on your brand, right? It's based on how much you charge for your work, um, and how much you can charge. I mean, you can want to charge a million dollars, but you can look like twenty dollars. Let's just be real. So. It, it, you have to you have to determine those factors before you get your ideal number. So you know, Joshua said, "I can't wait for you to check out my site. I need you to keep it one hundred million trillion thousand percent. I will, 
I will. What boom mic do you recommend for interviews? Um, I did a video about cheap boom mics. I think there's one called like Samsung. That's Samsung. I forgot the name of it, but there's a video where I got like some $30 mics that are booms that are perfect. I like the Roll Wireless Go as well. It's really good. This here is a um, gosh, Sennheiser MKH416. What if they're on Facebook and Instagram, but their content is subpar? Could you package a digital content only social media management? Yep. I mean, listen, to be on social media, you need content. Unless you want to write articles, you can write articles. I personally, I do social media management where we, I, I encompass our ability to create content, right? What's dope about our company as social media managers is we can look at your target audience. We can look at analytics. We can see what they like, and then we can create more of it and then post it and present it. So, Again, remember I tell you, it's not about video and photo no more. It's about providing a solution. We pop, we provide a solution to those who want more social media presence. They want to grow their social media presence. They want to make more money using social media. They want to generate leads with social media. They want to bring people in the door with social media. Cool. I got you. Don't worry about the video and all of this scripts and all of that. We'll handle that. We'll bring it to you. We'll get your approval. We'll go live with it. That is a solution we offer. Turnkey solution to drive clients and create leads and generate leads via social media. That is the solution we offer. That is way more valuable than one video, right? That is a, that is a 20, 30, $40,000 job. It could be 10,000, 8,000, 5,000 a month for two, three years. Cause I guarantee you, once you get the wheels turning on that social media, they're not going to turn it off. Once you hand them that dollar, or once they hand you that dollar and you hand them two back, they're not going to wake up and stop one day. They're going to be like, bring it. So it's definitely a way to go to it. Who built your website? I built it using Squarespace. Um, so travel video for tourism association cities. That could be, you got to, so travel video is such a broad, 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 broad niche. Like it's too broad. It's kind of like saying sports video, right? I want to shoot sports video. Well, we got to bring it in a little bit more than that. You can target, to target tourism will be completely different ad campaign than to target cities. And how many tourists do you know go someplace and hire a photographer or a videographer? If you're in a tourist area and that happens, then I can understand. But that is a very difficult niche to go into. Um, it's easy to advertise because let's say if you live in Las Vegas and people are looking for information on Las Vegas, boom, bang, pow, there's your advertisement. But it is, it's just difficult to, it's difficult to show value in that. Difficult to show value in that. First time using Fiverr. Fiverr is the truth, man. Fiverr is the truth. It's the truth.com. Um, Ty's advice today cost me $400. Fixing up my site, rebuild it, website, the store, Windows, so it's worth the cost. Yes, got to make that investment in your website. Website, your, listen, your trap needs to be, of course, listen, I'm going to tell you that your trap needs to be your demo reel, right? Let's, let's take the graphics off. It ain't, about, it ain't about selling courses or none of that crap. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. 
Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It's just about being real with you. Go buy somebody else's demo reel course. I don't care. I'm still going to tell you, your demo reel needs to punch people in the mouth. Period. Your demo reel needs to drop kick people in the tooth. Like they need to be missing teeth when they watch your demo reel. Don't don't get my course. Go get somebody else's course. Go read a book on it. Do whatever you want to do. I'm still going to tell you the same thing. Your demo reel needs to be an uppercut. It needs to hurt. It needs to hurt. If it don't hurt, it's not working, right? Because sometimes the only time you will have their undivided attention as soon as they, your site loads and whatever video starts playing immediately needs to hurt, period, right? Then you need to show proof of why they, they, they're, they're missing out on what you have to offer. So you need a dope website. And when I say dope website, I mean, as soon as they get to it, they should say, hi, here's our mission statement. This is what we do. Look at our demo reel. Contact us. That is what you need on your website. Below that, you need to show proof of why you're good at what you do. Contact us. And below that, you need to show more proof. People only scroll when you go to Amazon, right? And you look at them buy something. You only scroll because you don't see what you're looking for. If you see what you're looking for is number one. You buy it. You wouldn't scroll, right? That's why Google works to put the most relevant information at the top so you don't have to scroll because they want to show you what you're looking for. Because if you can come to Google and find what you're looking for on the first page, that makes Google more relevant. That makes them more trusting, right? You need to make people hurt when they see your demo reel. My demo reel is designed to punch you in the throat. Clients call me and say, I want that for my business. What is that? What is that? What is that? What's going on with that video on your page? What is that? Give me that. Don't care what it costs. Invoice me. Let's go. When can we start? Your demo reel needs to be that. Period. I don't care what you do. I don't care if you're a dog photographer. If you are a knife throwing videographer, if you are a circus clown, I don't care what you do as a, if you're in content creation, if you are creating videos or photos or audio or editing or graphics for somebody else, your opening monologue, your opening reel needs to make them hurt. You will not make it in this industry. If that is, if you have not put everything into that, it took me some time to understand that. When I got that, when it finally clicked, hey, people not buying video for me because my video's trash. When that clicked, my pockets clicked. You're not going to get a haircut from a guy with a bad haircut. You're not going to order food in a place that stink. Come on, y'all. Nobody's going to buy video or photo from you, especially at the price that you want. If your reel is trash. There's a lot of trash reels. There's a lot of just videos to music that's just on there. It's just clips and, cu- and customers are just confused. Like, what? I don't even understand what you did on this clip. Like, what am I looking at? There's a lot of just trash reels because that stuff used to work. And people become lazy and they don't want to understand where the industry is going. They want to just look at what somebody used to do and put out what they used to do. Like, right, like I like rap, right? 
I'm a big fan of rap, right? But after a while, hip hop get lazy because everybody's story is the same. I sold drugs and now I'm a rapper and yeah, okay. We had it rough and I had to turn to the life of crime to be a rapper. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, all right. Okay. Next. I, you know, it was such a rough. I'm from the projects and I had to go and we had to stand on the corner and now I'm a rapper. And, uh, okay. All right, bro. Next. You know what I'm saying? So, so people tend to follow what they think works because they're lazy. They're too lazy to go out and learn how to be disruptive, right? Be disruptive. Companies that were great at being disruptive was T-Mobile. And I ain't talking about the phones being off, but I'm talking about they were disruptive in what they offered. We're going to give everybody unlimited. We're going to go against the grain. Go against the grain. People come to your website. They need to leave missing an eyeball after they watch your, your demo reel. And then you give them proof. And then you explain, you know, you give them proof on what you do. Then you pull them to the next step. You show them workflow. This is what we're going to do for you. This is how we're going to do it. Contact us today. That's what you want. If your page isn't doing that, I got bad news for you. You're not going to make it. You may want to go and fill out some job applications. Because you're not going to make it. It's going to be a side. You ever meet people that got businesses that are side hustles forever? Right? We all know somebody that got a business that's a side hustle forever. They're still going to work. And their business is a side hustle forever. I just I just do it to make a little change on the side. Then you ain't doing it right. Right? You ain't doing it right. And some people are okay with not doing it right. There's no way I'm going to go punch in the clock and go work 40 hours on a job to come home and have a side hustle. That and if this is what I want to do compared to me having a business where I get to sleep in every day and wake up when I want to wake up and go do my job and love what I do. There's no way I'm going to choose to only do that. Sometimes the problem is a lot of people don't want to go and learn what it takes to be successful on a level above a side hustle side hustle. You just taking whatever slide in. A business means I'm living and dying off my decisions that I've made and how I run my company. I got to eat this. This is my baby. Flashville Media is my baby, right? I got people that rely on me. I got kids. I got people that work with me. I got people that rely on me. I got to go and do what I got to do to make it happen. It can't be a side hustle. It started as a side hustle, but it can't be a side hustle. It has to grow. I got to do what I got to do. So you have to... Look at what you need to do to make that happen. You got to do what you got to do, man. So it's something to think about. You got to go hard or go home. You got to go hard or go home. Let me go back to my graphics. That That is something. Okay, that was weird. That is something that as you continue to grow and as you continue to build, um, Build your company up, man. You got to keep that in mind. You got to always learn to be nimble and think of ways to grow the brand. How can the brand grow? How can we do bigger and better? Something to think about. So, um, yes, Joshua asked, do gold members get their website reviewed? Yep. In the community tab, there's a there's a way to submit your website. And our Thursday 
um, which will be Wednesday this week. Just keep in mind, guys, we're going live again tomorrow. Uh, it's usually a review time where we review websites and demo reels. Um, so it's in the community tab uh, for gold members. How old were you when you got into filmmaking? Noah asked. I was probably like seven or eight. I've always been into filmmaking and making movies and cameras. I know there's never a right time. Um, but is there a feeling you have when it's okay? So he's Taylor's asking, he's saying it's never a right time, but there's a feeling you have when you know it's time to make the jump from a side hustle to your business. Okay, I'm gonna tell you when I found out CRP Media, good looking out on the super chat. Just got back from opening up a business bank account. Go hard, go, yep, go hard or go home. So let me, let me, um, let me ask you this question. Right, because a lot of people are going back and forth on when to make the leap. Okay, I'm gonna tell you my story and when I made the leap, and I'm gonna tell you when to possibly make the leap. So I was working at Dell, um, and I'm just gonna be real with you. I probably was doing eighty thousand a year, right? And I was looking at my year to date, how much I made year to date between Dell. And what I made as a side hustle with Flash Film Media. And Flash Film Media was 80% of what I made with Dell. But the difference was I was giving Dell 40 hours a week and I was giving Flash Film Media about eight. At that moment, I knew it was time to make the jump because it didn't make sense for me to continue on the path that I was on where I'm giving these guys 40 hours a week just to be a little bit more than what I was making on something that I was giving eight to 10 hours a week. In my head, it started to mess with me and I started to think, what could I make if I gave this part? If I gave my company 40 hours a week, that's when I made the decision to go. Was it the scariest decision I ever made in my life? (laughs) Hell yeah. It's scary as I don't know what. I've been in the military and I've never been as scared as I was when I jumped out and decided to start my business. I've never been that scared. It's scary. It's supposed to be scary, right? It's different. It's new. It's supposed to be uncomfortable. If if you're making life decisions and you're not uncomfortable, you're not making the right decision. If your stomach is not in your drawers every time you make a decision, you're not making the right decisions. You playing it safe. You're not going to get nowhere playing it safe. You got to be scared to death, right? I look back at my life and I look at um, all the decisions that I've made and every great decision I've made has come with controversy. Every great decision, man, why are you moving out of Detroit, man? I got, I had a nice job. I had a, two cars, I had a house. Why are you leaving Detroit, man? You crazy. You got blood. You got the blood left. Stuff went up. Why you joining the army, man? You about to join the army? You could die. You could. They killing people. They sending brothers to war. Best decision I ever made. Me moving to Texas. Why don't you go back to Atlanta, man? You got the you in video. Atlanta is the place to be. Blah 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 blah. Went to Texas. Best, best decision. Great decision. Everything that you do in life that's gonna probably be great. You are gonna be scared to death to do it. You got to do it, right? Because you got to do it because my fear, this is how I look at it like this. 
my greatest fear in the world is being an old man without the without having the ability of of my youth having to move and my mobility and my vision and is to be an old man and regret things that I wish I would have did. Like that is the biggest fear ever, right? That is my greatest fear of wishing I can go play basketball and I and I can't because I'm 85 and I can't. And and back when I was 30 something, I had the chance to go hoop, but I didn't do it to go watch TV, right? Or something like that. So you got to do it, right? Sometimes you don't really learn how to eat until that's the only way you can eat. Right. You 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 don't you don't learn how to fight until you backed in the corner. You can back any dog, any animal in the corner. It will fight. You can you can back a, a, a ant in the corner and that ant will try to fight you as a human. He will try to take you on. He will give you everything he got to fight for his life. Sometimes that self-preservation don't come out until your business is all you got. Right. It's just life. It's just a whole nother level of of fight. It's a whole nother dog that's in you that don't show itself until you sitting in a house with no money, no groceries. You got it. You got an eviction notice. Sometimes my deepest, darkest times my where I've been my best have come out of the moments. I'm not going to sit here and tell you that when I did it, everything was perfect and smooth. And no, no. I didn't had credit cards run up. I didn't had title loans. I didn't hid cars from the repo man. I didn't did everything to get where I am, but I'm here and I'm comfortable and I'm good. So I'm not going to tell you this fluff story about once you do it, it's going to be great. You're going to learn. You're going to bump your head. You're going to scrape your knee. You're going to be like, ah, I shouldn't have bought that. Why did I buy that lens? I could have, that was rent for two months. I could have saved that stuff. Why did I do this? Why didn't I do marketing? Why did I cut it off? Because it wasn't working the first week. Gosh, you're going to learn from it. Like, I don't, I'm not going to BS you. This is not a YouTube channel where I'm going to fluff you into thinking that buying gear is going to make you some rich videographer on the island somewhere filming people on a rowboat. Like, it's just real. Like, I'm I'm just going to be honest with you. I'm not here to sugarcoat it. You got a thousand YouTube channels that's going to be here to tell you that all you need is a lens and a camera to be successful. What you really need to do is learn business. Screw the camera. That's what you need to do. Um, so it's going to be, it's going to be scary, right? It's going to be scary. So <laughs> this should be a part of the intro for the master course. I'm going to keep that in mind. It's going to be scary. This is not a get rich quick scheme. This is not a, um, way to make a billion dollars. This is a way to live comfortably doing what you love to do. This is a way to get more of your life back. This is a way to have the ability to um drop your kids off at school and sleep in at sometimes uh while while still making a living. While still enjoying being happy that I'm going to film an eight hour event. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to do a shoot a commercial for a company or or I like to be out and about. What I love most about what I do is I'm almost never in the same place twice. I'm always filming something somewhere. I love that. So it's something to think about as you grow in this industry, as you build and you move forward. It's going to be scary. If you're not scared making this transition, if you ain't scared to death, if you ain't 
pondering it, good looking out on the lunch tax. If you ain't pondering it, if you ain't got 10 people like, don't do it. Don't consider. <laughs> Read some literature on the subject. If you not own some stuff like that, bro, that that's that's the decision you got to make. That's the bridge you got to cross to get there, right? It's it's going to be scary as I don't know what. A roller coaster has nothing on. It's the equivalent of getting a gun pulled out on you. It's it's super scary. It's going to be scary, man. It's not going to be a smooth trip. If you waiting on the right time where it's just a smooth transition. Oh, perfect. I got 48 customers booked. Hey, guys, I'm putting in my notice. It was great work. No. When I quit, I quit that moment. I didn't put in. I wrote an email. I left the key there. I walked out. I didn't put in a two-week notice. It wasn't a clean cut because I know I wasn't coming back by any means necessary. I walked out that day. I left the key in a in a in a in a pocket in a cup. I wrote an email. I didn't even get the reply email. Are you sure, Ty? This is what you want to do, buddy? You gotta. Nope. I wrote an email. I left the key in there and I walked out because it was a sunny day. I'll never forget. Listen, it was a Friday. It was only two people in my department. The other guy was he wasn't there. He was he was senior, so he can do what he want, and that's cool. I had looked up my numbers and I had been comparing my numbers. Now during my downtime working at this company. I have been working on my website, working on my website. I take my paycheck and I invest it in people to look at my website, right? Which is difficult because there aren't really nobody is nobody in video production or photography that's consultants like that. Like I'll be trying to get mentors and spend money on that. And I spend money on this mentor and I take something from the plumbing industry and I take something from the the, uh, pest control industry. I take something from certain industries and I apply it to my business. And whenever I got paid, I didn't buy shoes. I didn't buy chains. I didn't buy, you know, flashy stuff. I didn't buy flashy clothes. I put it in my business. I put it in bringing in people to look at my business. Um, I put it in copywriters. I put it into um, having people evaluate my sales process. Like, are you going through too much to buy from me? Am I getting the right information from you? Am I asking the right questions so I can make the content you want? Or are are my questions bad? Are we not on the same page? Because I'm not asking the right questions. Like what? Like I was dumping money into stuff like that. You know, how can I make my process better? How can I make it easier for clients? Right. How can I turn more, more traffic into leads? Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready get 30, ready get 20, 20, 20, ready get 20, 20, ready get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. That's what I was dumping money into every week. Every week I'm dumping $1,000 into this, $500 into that. $200 into this, testing this A and B marketing on testing this and testing that. So that Friday, like I said, the other guy in the department wasn't there. We had no work to do. It was nothing to shoot. I was just there, right? I was just there, bored. And I and I looked up my numbers and I was like, why am I here on a Friday? If, if, I, if I was owning this business, I'd be at home sleep or I'd be with my kids or I'd be doing something fun. It was like one of the first hot days of the year. I was like, man, I'm out. And I left. John Morgan, good looking out on the super chat for always keeping it real. He said, you know, you should have bought a Lamborghini. That Lamborghini, it would have been nice. 
It would have been nice. It helps when you hate your job like I do. Uh, I was out. He said, I did put in my two weeks, though. I couldn't tell my boss that, that I was crazy. I put, I was, I was done. I was done. CRP Media says, yep, it's just like getting a gun put on you. You ever had a gun put on you? I Get a gun put on you. It's just like quitting and doing what you love to do. You don't know if you're going to live or you're going to die. And you ready to fight, though. you like, if this dude take his eye off me, I'm going to whoop his. I'm going to hit him so hard. It's just like in the, as you grow, if you grew up in the hood, you know what I mean. Somebody pull a gun on you, it's on. You better not take your eyes off me. I'm not one of them cats that's like, oh, please. I'm nah, brother. You better keep it. You better keep it on me. Because if it don't, if you if you duck it for one minute, if I look and I don't see no shells in there, I'm bringing that heat. So maybe that's that's military mentality or whatever. But um, it's scary. It's super scary. One of the scariest things you will ever do in life. Um, if you're young and you and you you you, you know you you getting this information at a point where you don't have responsibilities, you don't got kids, you don't got a mortgage, you don't got car notes, you don't got a lot of debt. Hey man, more power to you. Jump sooner because you can land on somebody's couch. I can't. So go get your bread while you can. Right? You can do it. Go ahead and and uh. Do it while you got the opportunity to still land on your feet and you can sleep on your mama's couch. I can't do that. You know. One day Lamborghini gonna make cameras. I, I may get a Lamborghini at some point. I keep having a dream that I own a Lamborghini. I keep having, this is a dream I have. I, I'm gonna share it with y'all. I have a dream that I'm barbecuing with my family in this big old house and I hear an 18-wheeler out front and they're delivering a Lamborghini. I keep having that same dream. When it happened, I'm going to film it. And they're going to be like, this dude crazy. When it happened, I'm going to film it. Watch. It's a dream I'm having. I'm barbecuing and it's like, and I hear some stuff like, and I go run out front and they're just rolling it off the truck. Mr. Turner, blah, blah, blah. Random question. Who's your favorite rapper and why? Man, I like so many different rappers. I'm old school. I like like Ludacris and Kendrick Lamar. He ain't old school, but you know what I mean? I like rappers, they got a story to tell. Michael said, uh, I'm feeling that right now. My nine to five, I'm done. Just making moves so I'm ready to transition. Somebody said they got no audio. Testing one, two, one, two, testing. Let me see if I got audio. Okay, I can hear it. I can hear it when I watch the channel. That's weird. That's two people saying, oh, that's, oh, okay, yeah, you got me over here, all right, so yeah, um, love J. Cole, love J. Cole, so what, what I, um, when I was on my job, you just got to keep investing, you, you got to just keep putting into your business, keep putting into your business. Um, I just graduated from university this year and I was thinking whether or not I should work for a company in the industry before starting my own production company to gain experience. Any thoughts? Okay. Other companies will only teach you how to shoot. They won't teach you the business side. Listen, right. Hold on one second. Real quick on the screen. Graphics on the screen is the podcast. If you want to subscribe, it'll be everywhere. It'll be Apple Music in a few days, but right now it's on Spotify and Pandora and everywhere else. Okay, so 
um, real quick, I'm going to answer that question, but good looking out on the Super Chat, Red Base Media. Now, when it comes to joining or working for companies to learn the business side, very rarely do a company teach you the business side, right? In fact, their goal is not to teach you the business side. The goal is to never allow one person to fully understand the operations of the company so that it can't be replicated, right? Because systems and processes are the most important part of your business. It's the most important part of your business. McDonald's didn't make it big because they had a great burger. They made it big because they can make a burger in three minutes because of their systems and processes. Ford didn't invent the car. He invented a system and process, which is the assembly line to make buying cars cheaper so that everybody can get it. And it wasn't just a rich man's thing. That's what made Ford great. It's something that system and process is now used everywhere. So businesses won't show you every part. That's why you have departments, right? Business teaches you not to show people your complete systems and process. That's why when you ever go get hired for a company, they're like, are you related to anybody here? Do you know anybody here? Because if you know somebody that's in the other portion of this process, we're not going to hire you because we don't want y'all getting together and saying, ah, so you start here, you end up there. And that's how they don't want that. Rarely does that happen. So you're not going to learn business by working for somebody else. You may learn how to shoot better. Yes. But you're not going to learn business. So it's Tamara, 23, um, living with my mom. So I'm looking for more content to add to my website. Any advice, service, COVID, testimonial so far? Okay, first of all, shout out to all my females that are getting in this market. We need way more of y'all. We need way more of y'all. We need way more women behind the camera to help um, show their perspective on uh, content creation. We need it. So tell your friends to get behind the camera. A lot in front. We need more behind. Um, so I always tell people to shoot for free, right? If you want to develop a relationship with three clients, you can shoot for free to build your portfolio. Clients that's going to tell you everything about your niche you need to know. What their, what their pain points are, how they're hurting. Now, if you have those three clients that's your free guys, your free go-to guys that you shoot for free, like right now is a time where you should be contacting them to learn what they're struggling with, right? Because some may say, hey, we have no business because of COVID. Some may say, we only got drive-up business because of COVID, right? And you can understand, learn about what's hurting them the most, and then you can help them create content to fix that. Right. In doing so, you get content. You know where people are hurting. You know how to create marketing content to go after other people in your niche that's having the same problem, because I can guarantee you they're not the only one. So that's why it's important to have people, your guinea pigs, your three guinea pigs that you shoot for free with all the time. Because they're, they're going to call you and t- you can call them and be like, yo, what's up? Where y'all hurting at? Man, our sales are just down. People don't trust. Blah blah blah. We getting okay. Cool. Let's let's try to come up with some content to help this. Let's try to let's try to come up with a campaign on your your social media to combat this. Let's show how you guys are cleaning and wiping down everything four times a day, and everybody in the back of the house is wearing masks, and we're doing everything so that you can still live a normal life during this time. Let's create that content. Now you know that, and you can create training content or not training but marketing content to go after other people in your niche using that footage and what you know about how people in that industry are hurting 
So, something to think about. Um, I want to work for myself more than anything, but I figure I could learn the ins and outs about business with someone else. It's just going to be difficult. They're not going to lay it all out for you. I'm going to be honest with you. Your best bet is to read business books. Um, there's a book called the, um, my personal MBA. If you read, read business books and implement it, you're going to learn that better than anything. Nobody's going to really show you everything. That's why this channel is such a shocker because other people won't show you anything. Um, I want to start getting on commercial sets as a DP. Is that something that happens as you get better or is there a way to get there? Uh, two things. You got to be at least decent and you got to network like crazy. I, I, for me, I like to shoot my own projects. I don't want to be on somebody else's sets. I want to write checks. I don't want to cash them. That's why you don't want a partner because they will duplicate you and your competition. Facts. Facts. So, um, real quick, I'm going to answer a few more and then we're going to get ready to wrap it up for the day. I did my first film with the female director. It was a blast. I always encourage more females to get. Is it? I said it's Tamara like Tia. My bad on butchering the name. I blame it on uh, Detroit Public Schools. But I got you though. I got you. My bad on butchering it. We need way more females. Way more females behind the camera. CRP Media, good looking out. My name is. Raheem Jamal Port. Should I go as RJ? Uh, Raheem is fine. Raheem is fine. You don't know what race you are, Raheem, when I hear the name. My name's Tyrone. You know what I am. That's why I go as Ty. Including short films, too? Yes. I, I, I shoot a lot of short films as passion projects. I love them, but we definitely need more. We need more females behind the camera. Somebody said females are better because I think they know how to connect uh, with people emotionally better than men since sometimes since sometimes we struggle. There's there's a lot of wait, no. Tia and Tamara, sister and sister. Oh, Tamara. Okay, so it's Tamara, my bad. Somebody said DPS was not that bad. Yeah, right. Tamara. Make sure I got it right. Correct me if I'm wrong. Um definitely correct me if I'm wrong. Well, women buy a lot of products. Women are they are they consume and it's important that we create content by women for women. I hate the idea that men create feminine project products. That's crazy to me. Right? That's, you don't know. Let them let them do that. Tamara, cool, I got you. So you can be the next famous Raheem. So, you know, with that, now that we got Tamara's name right, we answered all your questions. Uh, we'll get ready to wrap up. When you do work with business, do they do you get them to send you their logo directly? Okay, let me ask you that question real quick before I, before I, uh, before I, I dip out that and the smug mug question. Okay, usually when I work with businesses, big businesses, big companies have they have um, usually a packet that talks about their logo, the color scheme, the size of their logo, which logo to use. I would request that information from them. Really, I, I do it in the talking stages, right? I do it when I'm getting to know them because I let them know I know what I'm talking about. Hey, do you guys have, um, I forgot what it's called. Gosh, I'm about to look it up. But uh, it, when you're working with a company, 
they have um they have legal documentation on how their logo is to be used, what colors is to be used with, what's their color scheme, all the way down to the hex code of their colors. Um, like you work with Dell, you can't put a black background on white letters. They don't do that. You can only do blue background on white letters. They have stipulations on how you can use their logo, what size, how much of the screen it can take up, what type of composition is needed. They don't play when it comes to their logo. They, they have this documentation ready for you. A lot of videographers do business with them and don't know. And then this get addressed in the revision side. However, if you go into negotiations, negotiations, you go into the part where you're talking to them and you ask for this information. They know that you know what you're talking about. That's one. Number two, not a fan of smug mug. Used them before. I like shoot proof. It looks better. Um, it's more profitable for the brand because people can order all their prints and mugs and everything, which you can on shoot proof, but it creates better, um, galleries. So that's you, the, the user experience for the client is better. Um, so, you know, starting my, my product photography business, um, is, is Sud Studios a good name? Yes and no. Right. Can people listen to your name and know what you do? Try to incorporate the fact that you're doing to, um, try to incorporate the fact that you're doing some type of product photography into it. Story to record. What's going on, guy? What's going on, brother? Good looking out on the super chat. I work with older adults, nine to five, and I haven't networked with those folks because I feel my boss would fire me for it. Should I stop caring? My boss sucks. Depends on how bad you need the job. And if it doesn't conflict with what you're doing, it wouldn't hurt to give them a card or give them some information. As long as it don't conflict with what you're doing, you should be fine. So definitely. That's right. Guy says, everyone, before you leave, click on the like button. It's crucial for our man, Ty. Listen, support is everything. My channel, because I don't talk about a lot of stuff where people search for. I try to put some product reviews and things like that because people aren't searching for how to grow my brand. My channels, my videos don't rank well. So any thumbs up, like, comment that you guys do. Definitely support us. If you're listening on the podcast, get this podcast five stars or rate it wherever you're listening on. If you're watching it on YouTube, please support your boy. Graphic standards is is something it's it's um it's I forgot what it's called, but it's uh something similar to that. Um Ty, I know it's a tech thing, but a time lapse for three days, any ideas on how to run that? I've run a lot of time lapse with GoPros and batteries. GoPros and batteries. Need you to come to BYOB Live and event speak? Definitely. Uh, hit me up on the gram. Hit me up on the gram. Brand guidelines. That is it. Yes. Brand guidelines. Good looking out. Kelson. Kelston. I said it wrong. It's called brand guidelines. What are your brand guidelines? When you go talk to a client and they... What you ask what their brand guidelines are, big companies will have a packet for you. Smaller companies will be like, huh? That makes you seem like you're the expert, right? Now you can instruct them on what a brand guideline is. So something to think about. It's helped me a lot. Um, but brand guidelines is a big deal. You need to have it for your company. If you're somebody's working with you, they need to know what font you use, your your color scheme, everything. So something to think about. Um, big external battery with a GoPro. I've captured a lot of time lapses with that. And it's waterproof. It can rain, whatever. Somebody steal it. I'm not too mad about it. 
That's the way to do it. With that, guys, I'm going to get ready to wrap up. Um, again, I want to thank you guys for taking the time to sit with me all day today. Let me put your graphics on the screen so I don't get tons of emails because people will be like, what's that code again? Um, I want to thank you for taking your time to wrap with me today. And this this Tuesday, whatever time it is, wherever you are, if you want to listen to this in its entirety, it'll be available here on YouTube as well as on our podcast, which we'll post graphics to that in a minute. But I want to thank you guys for your support, your super chats, your likes, your shares, your comments. Man, I'll be running up on people in um in Facebook groups that be fighting for me. I appreciate you. I hope that I've been able to provide you with something um that you can use to help grow your business, right? I hope I was able to help you with something. Um, real quick, there's a question that's that's really good that I want to touch on. Um, fun film, say don't forget to pay your taxes before I go. There's one last question I want to touch on because I think it's very, very important that just popped up by, by one of my uh, Hall of Famers, Migos. Mr. Migos says, uh, I'm probably saying that wrong. He's probably going to kill me. Um, he said, what are some common pain points that you hear from a lot of companies, right? What are some common pain points? Right now, companies are trying to survive in this new era, right? In this new era of COVID where uh, everything digital is king. Everything digital is king right now. So a common pain point that you can go and punch them in the gut in real quick today is the fact that if they don't have social media presence, if they don't have social presence, digital presence, they're not going to make it. You need content. You need video. You need images. You need graphics. You need a lot of that to just float on social media. People are at home or at work. They're bored. They're on their phones. And that's where you need to reach people on their phones. To do that, you need content, right? Take that, take what I said almost word for word and go punch somebody in the throat with it. I don't care if you're a barber, bro. People aren't walking in at random barber shops no more. People are scared at home. They don't know who open and who not. As a barber, you need to have an advertisement on Facebook running under people who get haircuts. Everybody. You need to go after people. And you need to show up on people's phones. You need to disrupt people's timeline. You need to stop them from scrolling. Stop the scroll. As my great friend would say, she would say, stop the scroll. Right. Stop people from scrolling. You need content that stops people right in their tracks, right between that fight video, that recipe video and pictures of their uncle's kids. These to be your advertisement that stops them from scrolling. You need to provide that to them as a content creator. That is your that is your duty. All right. So with that being said, I'm going to leave you with that. Um, you guys have a great day. Be safe. I'm going to go hoop. You know, I like to play basketball and all that stuff. I like to stay active. I'm a, I'm a big guy, but I like to stay active. So that's what I'm going to do. Um, if you get a chance, there's a video called I Need Help. It asks you to submit some sort of testimonial quick video. I would love it if you knock that out for me. Uh, and um, I will see you guys tomorrow, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. That's eight of you on the East Coast. Um, we're going to go live again with another great topic. All right. I will see you guys in the next video. <laughs>